0: Welcome to the Blockchain Hustle, where I take a look at some interesting plays of how blockchain technology is opening up new business vistas across multiple industries. Hi everyone, this is Minu Serene with another episode of the podcast Blockchain Hustle. Today's episode is on slippage. Now, I have been referring to slippage. In several episodes across my tokenomics series under Blockchain Hustle, as well as on other forums like uh, La Tokens VCTV, where I discuss on the market making every Wednesday. Now, as slippage is a key factor in tokenomics, and also as several people have queried on this, I thought of adding this to my Blockchain Hustle in the tokenomics. So here goes. Now, what I plan to do here is to cover three concepts. The first one is, what is slippage? And the second one is, what are the factors due to which slippage is caused? That is what causes slippage. And the third one is, what do we need to do to address slippage? And for this, I look into slippage from the context of two key stakeholders, one exchanges, and the second one is traders. So let's start with water slippage. Now, let's say you have a large order, a large market order, and you execute it at a certain price. And then you realize that the price, the actual price at which that order has got executed is quite different from the price at which you had placed it. So this difference uh, between the price at which the trade order is entered and the price at which it actually gets executed, that difference is called slippage. Now slippage is quite common in crypto. And why is it? The first reason one would cite it as uh, in crypto, the crypto trading is highly volatile. And to add to that, there is a large component of the speculative element. And secondly, when we kind of look at or compare the traditional versus the crypto trading and specifically at the order books, we see that the order books in your crypto tradings, generally speaking, they are shallow and they have got pretty volatile pricing. So these are a couple of reasons why one would cite that slippage is more common in the crypto trading as compared to the general traditional equity trading, for example. Next, we come to what causes slippage. Now I would put it as that there are two main components of, or the categories as to what causes slippage. The first one is when there is a change in the bid ask spread, in the period between when the trade is placed and when the trade gets executed. Now, just as a recap, what is the spread, the bid-ask spread? It is a difference between the highest bid and the lowest ask. So when this difference changes in that interim, in that short interim of your placing the order and the trade having uh, trade getting executed, when that changes, then your slippage occurs. And that would happen mostly when your markets are very volatile. The second reason that can cause slippage is when you're placing a very large order book, and then the order book does not have sufficient depth to support such a large market order. Because what happens when you place a very large market order is that the trading The engine behind trading, it tries to look at the different prices at the different price levels, that is the volumes which are there at various, at some specific price levels. To see if I can fill up that large order through this, through these existing price levels. So if it is not able to fill it up at a certain level, then the engine goes to a level below and further till the complete order gets filled in. So if you have a shallow order book, which means that you have uh, not too many price levels or you have the volume at each price level is not too much, then you get uh, difficulties in filling up a very large order book, a very large order. So basically the thing is that the slippage can occur when there's a change in the bid-ask spread and let's say when you have Uh, an insufficient depth in the order book to support your large market orders. So that's about slippage and what causes slippage. Now we come to what is required to address slippage. Slippage, as you see, is something which is not desired. Nobody wants to uh, place an order at a market price, at a certain market price and see it getting executed at a lower one. So we need to lower the slippage and what is required. And I look at it from the context of both exchanges and traders. So let's first start with the exchanges. Now to reduce the slippage, what is actually required is to have small and homogeneous spreads. So at an exchange, what it needs to do is to improve the trading conditions to Ensure these small and homogeneous spreads. So everything which is which an exchange is striving for, it all goes towards this small and homogeneous spreads. So some of the things that would be required in this context towards this aim is first it needs liquidity. So you need a lot of liquidity, and to do that, you need to incentivize your liquidity providers. The second one is that you need improved market making models so for example in the decentralized finance in defi they use an amm strategy which can manage your liquidity and slippage in a great manner in a well manner so that you have enough of liquidity and the slippage can go down and also you need a low spread and a deep order book just like what i have mentioned so when a large order comes in it should not go and kind of go through all your different price levels or wipe away your liquidity. Or the order gets split into multiple orders and you get your order filled at different prices. Now, having said that, some of the exchanges, what they do is that they also offer a slippage tolerance control. Whereas, uh, wherein the investors they can set the level of slippage that they can tolerate. So before you place an order, you can quickly see the um, You can see what is the slippage tolerance control at that exchange. And if you're happy with it, you go forward, forward with your trade. Additionally, traders can also sometimes use a slippage calculator before placing their order. So they can see that at this exchange with this kind of a liquidity or an order book, if I enter a trade of a certain volume at the market price, what could be my potential slippage? And if I'm not comfortable with that, I do not proceed ahead with the order. Then some exchanges like uh, Uniswap, they have in place a mechanism which would prevent the traders from buying away the entire liquidity, from wiping away the entire liquidity from a pool, which actually would make the prices higher for your large orders. So they put in these kind of preventive mechanisms. Some also have something called your concentrated liquidity. In the concentrated liquidity, the liquidity providers, they, agree to provide liquidity provided it is in a certain range certain price range so this does kind of decrease your slippage but then there is this additional thing of the liquidity providers needing to kind of keep an eye on the price levels keeping an eye on the market prices so that they can stay in the game and some exchanges like kyber They keep some reserves, some reserves of the liquidity, uh, which basically is a large supply of liquidity of just in case a large order comes in, then that thing kicks in. So these are a few things from the exchange perspective. Now, looking at it from the trader's perspective, there are a few suggestions by which a trader can on his own see that the slippage is minimized. Now, the first one is for the traders is to trade incrementally. So do, you do not use large, uh, you do not use market orders when you're talking about when you're placing large volume trades. So if you have a large trade, a large volume trade, you split it up into smaller lots and you trade them over a period of time. So this would reduce the impact of the order on the market and would in turn reduce your slippage second you should it's suggested that you trade on popular exchanges because these generally speaking these exchanges have got deeper liquidity pools and that is reflected by your, in your deep order book so as a trader you go to an exchange you go through the order book and see how deep it is and there's a large volume at each level and then you can go ahead with your trade Another one is that you trade on the popular pairs simply for the reason that the popular pairs generically would have a higher liquidity behind them. And uh, when there is a lot of volatility, when some trading conditions are there, which makes the crypto prices going pretty volatile haywire, it's advised to avoid trading during these volatile periods or to trade with caution. And lastly, there is something called OTC, the over-the-counter desks, and that's one of the really good ways by which you can avoid slippage, particularly for a very large trading order. So when you use an OTC desk, what they do is you, you're saying that I want to buy a or you want to sell a very large order. They kind of go ahead and they find the counterparty. So the buyers and the sellers are. Uh, taken, the exchange rate or the exchange price is fixed, and then the trading can happen between them. So this setting of the buyers and the sellers is done directly by the OTC. So there is a set price which is agreed upon by the seller and the buyer, and therefore it avoids any possible slippage, unlike in the exchanges. So these are a few methods by which the traders' Uh, can they get they can, the traders can adopt some of these things to avoid slippage so that's all what I wanted to share about slippage in this episode and I do hope it's going to be useful to you and I look forward to having you in my next episode have a great day cheers you've been listening to the blockchain hustle did you enjoy this podcast if so Please to leave a short review, like it, share it, download it, subscribe to it. What should I talk about next? Please to let me know your suggestions by writing to me at menu at vlsiconsultancy.com or through any of the other contact channels as shared in the episode notes. Thanks.